Welcome once again to another episode of Demand Gen Radio, the one program that brings you all the latest methods and technologies for driving growth and increasing demand. With the voice of Demand Gen, David Lewis. All right, welcome everybody to another episode of Demand Gen Radio. Today on the program, I have Jay Detling, and Jay is the Vice President of Global Partners at Adobe. And unless you've been living under a pile of rocks, you heard the big news of Marketo's acquisition by Adobe several months ago. And I have to say, when I got that, it was a text alert that showed up on my Apple News. And when I saw that, I was like, this is a very exciting day. You know, for me, selfishly, because as, as most of you know, uh, DemandGen has been helping people with the use and adoption of Marketo for over 10 years now. And I had been concerned and worried about Marketo's future, because we've all seen, certainly in this market, tremendous amount of uh, consolidations and acquisitions. And I always wondered, where will Marketo be? We certainly knew when Vista acquired them and took them off the public market that one day we would see an announcement uh, and know that something like this would happen. And I just have to say up front that I was um, thrilled because I can't think of a better brand or a better company on the planet to take ownership of the team and the technology and the customer base other than Adobe. So I immediately reached out to the Adobe team. I know a bunch of the folks over there, but I didn't know Jay. And uh, and Adobe was nice enough to come back and say, I think the perfect person to have on Demand Gen Radio is Jay Detling and share the why. Uh, why did this take place and what the future looks like? So Jay, thank you for joining me today. It's It's great to have you. David, uh, our pleasure, my pleasure personally, and uh, thank you for having me. You know, Matt Thompson and I met years ago, I think it's about six years ago, at a Starbucks in Blackhawk, where uh, area where we both live, and I didn't know Matt very well. I just knew that he was next door neighbors to one of my closest friends, Doug, and we were talking about neighbors, and he says, oh, by the way, do you know my uh, neighbor, Matt Thompson? He lives next door to me, and I said, I know Matt by name. I haven't spent much time with him. So we got together, like I said, this was five, six years ago, and just talking about Adobe's strategy, because, you know, let's face it, every marketer on the planet has Adobe's technology on their desktop for creating incredible content. And then certainly you guys have done a phenomenal job building a platform for creating experiences and have a huge number of B2C clients that depend on your entire tool set for their go-to-market uh, but B2B has not been as much of a focus uh, for you guys, and it certainly was for Marketo. And so, you know, I, at that time, Matt said, you know, we're, 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 building, uh, we're building our stack, we're building our marketing cloud, and shared his passion for customer experience. So I guess, you know, I didn't really always connect the dots and, and you know, see this happening, but so very glad, as I said, that it did. Um, Tell me a little bit about, Jay, you know, we've, we've got to know each other over the last uh, couple months, um, but I think for folks on the program, it'd be good to hear your background. I know you come from the agency side, being at Accenture. Um, what brought you to Adobe a few years ago? Yeah, great question, David. And, you know, the building on the theme of B2B, there's definitely some B2B roots in my background, so to speak. So I've been, uh, I've been working at Adobe. I've had the pleasure of leading our what we call our Adobe Solution Partner Program, sometimes SPP for short, and that's really uh, our, our program of uh, partners who help us sell, implement, innovate, and, and really help our customers get value out of our software. So I've been doing that for the last two and a half years. But as you mentioned, my background goes much deeper than that. So I've been in this space 
geez, it's uh, coming up, David, on about 26 years. And so most of my experience has actually been as a services partner. And time will tell uh, if I'm your best advocate. But I'd like to think I am our partner's you know, biggest advocate. And prior to, to joining Adobe, I was uh, leading the commerce portfolio, the digital marketing portfolio at Accenture as part of Accenture Interactive in North America. And I came to Accenture uh, Interactive as a result of an acquisition, speaking of acquisition. So I led and grew with my management team a digital agency here in North America that focused on a lot of the topics that we'll probably cover today, but it was it was very focused on commerce, content, digital marketing, and creative. And quite frankly, we saw very early the uh, the great opportunity that lies in the B2B space. And uh, so we, we took advantage of that and had some successes, and that brought me to Accenture and then on to Adobe. So Jay, as I understand it, you are responsible for all the services partners and the agencies. Um, that's correct, right? Well, actually, we have two different programs. That's why I threw the acronym out. We have a solution partner program, and that is what my team and I uh, oversee. I have a partner in crime, if you will, a, a colleague, Amit Uja, who leads what we call the Adobe Exchange Program, and that is where our technology partners work and live, so to speak, and that's where we foster those relationships who are integrating into the Adobe technology stack to advance it and really build industry solutions. So back to my team, we lead uh, all the partnerships that encompass what are sometimes referred to as global system integrators, uh, major holding companies, the agencies, creative agencies, digital marketing agencies, all the way through what we uh, refer to as management consultancies as well. And that includes really all sizes, too. Uh, our, our ecosystem is uh, comprised of about 6,500 partners globally. Uh, so it really falls into those different categories. But to answer your question very specifically, I have a, a peer who leads the technology partnerships that we have relative to integrating into our, our platforms. So for those of us that were sitting here on the sidelines, Jay, when the news came out on the acquisition, like I said, I, I was concerned because I certainly heard plenty of rumors over the time leading up to it, uh, you know, who possible suitors were. And I really wanted to make sure for the customers, first and foremost, as well as the technology set, that, that Marketo found a parent that would really continue in the course that they were on. What was it like internally, if you can share some insights? Because I don't think anyone's really ever heard the story about the lead up to the acquisition and then post acquisition. You know, I've I've been blessed to be part of your guys' worldwide sales conference uh, in December and and Arcom Marketo's worldwide uh, conference in January and got that inside. But I think if you're not inside the organization, um, you don't have the backstory about you know, some of the lead up and and you know the messaging that went out across the Adobe organization. Yeah, David, I would start probably in a word, and I'd call it excitement. And and I'll kind of break that down a little bit further in terms of, geez, how did we look at that? And what was it like to be on the inside to exactly your question? You know, if I could sort of go back to our roots and, and uh, the overall uh, vision for the company, it's pretty audacious, uh, but it gives us, you know, a wide berth to to look at a lot of things. And so our, our vision is really to to change the world through digital experiences. And that means a lot of different things. There's a lot of manifestations of that. And when you break it down to our strategy, you know, it's rooted in what a lot of people know us for, our, our creative prowess. And so the first tenant of two is really empowering people to create. And then the second is transforming how businesses compete. And so when you think about digital and you think about experiences, you know, we have built a very, very successful business that uh, you know, we've been proud of, but at the same time, you know, we're always looking at how do we help our customers do more? How do we, you know, if the, if the whole concept is, 
you know, they're competing for more mindshare with their customers. They want to sell their products. They want to maybe digitally advance their products, digitally architect their products, and so on and so forth. You know, we want to help them do that more than we are today. And so as a byproduct of that, you know, I've come to know in my two and a half years our, uh, our business development team, and they're always looking at maybe adjacent opportunities where we can add to our portfolio in what we call the Adobe Experience Cloud that will help us do what I just talked about in terms of our, our vision and our strategy, which is, you know, changing the world, audacious, changing the world through this digital experiences. So while we're always looking at these, uh, these adjacent technologies and ones that are, you know, rocket ships and doing really well, we're looking at how would that complement what we're already providing in the experience cloud? How will that help us, you know, help our customers even, even uh, you know, perform better in the digital landscape that they're working in, whether it be, acquire customers, communicate to customers, or, you know, digitally advance their products. So when we looked at, uh, you know, for those of you, as you mentioned at the open, 2018 was quite a year for us at Adobe. And so, uh, you know, we had a, another acquisition that just proceeded by, it felt like hours, minutes, days, it was probably months. Uh, Magento, we acquired them uh, as well in 2018. And so Marketo came uh, right after that. And so, for us internally, it was just a wave of excitement that I think we're still riding. And what I'd like to think is a, is a really big wave of momentum that frankly already existed for Marketo and Magenta. And we just made that wave even that much bigger. So it's been pretty exciting. Uh, and you know, the other side of it, just to be pragmatic and real, acquisitions are sometimes complicated. And yeah. so we're, uh, you know, we're working through some of those things, but you know, it's been a lot of fun. So excitement and fun uh, would probably be the two words I would leave you with. Well, it was clear to me, as I mentioned, when I joined you guys for the Worldwide Sales Conference in December, right, this December, not shortly after the announcement, when you guys were sharing really everything from the visuals to what was being communicated to the team, you can tell how much thought went into the acquisition, right? This wasn't just, you know, an idea. It was part of a very specific strategy around you guys providing digital experience technology for you guys to provide... uh, you know, a set of tools for your customers that covered the spectrum of their needs, right? Your roots was in the creative tool set, but certainly as everything uh, continues to move to the cloud and digital experience is, is across sales and marketing and service, there was a lot of thought uh, put into it. And it was, it was exciting. Um, we're working on a visual right now that I'll release soon, which is, you know, our way of representing the totality of all these pieces coming uh, together, because I think it's one thing to put some words on slides, as, as some people have, and try to visualize um, all the pieces coming together. And we're creating um, a real true, like, cutaway of what we call the demand factory, showing all these pieces uh, working in concert. Because we want to make sure that our clients really understand uh, the totality now of, of what's in front of them. And every one of our customers is using a platform for their website, for digital experience, and has your creative tools and has other uh, components. So, you know, our job's always to, to stitch it all together. Let's talk, Jay, a little bit about the integration, because now, you know, after all the legal and off, after all the, uh, the, the external components have now been addressed, you guys are hard at work taking a look at integrating the tool set and making the whole greater than the sum of the parts. So if you could share some of the thoughts around there and maybe even any expectations that you can set uh, for what we might see in the future as, as the tools come together. Yeah, certainly, David. And, uh, you know, I'm anxious. Uh, maybe I'll ask that you, uh, you, I get a preview of that picture because I'd love to see how you guys are thinking about it and how you're uh, absorbing what we're talking about. But, but you know, it is, it is pretty exciting as we think about the integration and, and going back to, 
you know, something I alluded to in terms of, you know, what is our strategy and how do we see this coming together? I mean, at, at our heritage, it's all about, you know, creating content. And when you think about like the digital experience, you know, you, you quickly move in a left to right fashion from the create to the manage, you know, the explosion of all these experiences, how do you manage them? And so we have tools to do that. And then really they're helping uh, our customers reach their end customers in a communication medium or transaction medium now with uh, certainly with um, Magento. Um, but then there's certainly the acquire and retain side of that. And, you know, Marketo plays such a big part of that when we think about um, going after a big growing segment for us. So we, we feel that we've been, you know, market leading in the in the B2C realm and and certainly Mark, Marketo brings Yes, you know, unparalleled capability in the B2B realm when we think about the, the planning, the engagement at the account level, and then certainly the ability to measure all of that, that lead management aspect. And that's something we didn't have. And so when you, when you start to look at our tool set um, that we already had, where we're going in terms of integration right now is we have the opportunity to really make some compelling you know, almost bundles in a way around uh, these different use cases that our customers have. So even, you know, I almost feel even funny saying B2C or B2B mm-hmm. uh, on this on this uh, particular con- in this conversation because that feels very dated. And, and as you, you see and, and we see it too, customers have a lot of different orientations. They're really not wed to just one, one of those orientations. They may be a hybrid or a combination thereof. And so what they're expecting is more, uh, more flexibility. I think for me, you know, being a technologist and helping our clients with the adoption of technology, you know, I can envision a world in the not too distant future where, you know, the the creative team is working on a graphic inside Photoshop or Creative Cloud and they're producing a banner or images and buttons and being able to push those objects right into Marketo and right into the assets that they're creating there and that that seamless integration. I mean, you guys have demonstrated that we can take all the various tool sets that you have for creating content, whether you're producing a video or you're producing an illustration or a PDF, and seamlessly integrate that. And certainly with Adobe Experience Manager um, as a web platform, right, the ability to to create assets and publish into that from your other tool sets, right, that's how you guys are wired. So it's it, I don't think it's a far stretch for any of us to, to look at a future where as we're building assets for, you know, communicating uh, and creating an experience for our customers and our prospects that the that tool sets will make it more streamlined in the workflows um, together. We'll talk a little bit about uh, Adobe Summit, which is coming up in, in March, and um, I think that will be one of the first times that we'll start to have and hear those conversations about what to expect from a, a product standpoint. Um, can you share a little bit from your, your view? I know it's on the partner side, but just, you know, where does Adobe's passion for digital experience and customer experience, you know, where is that coming from, and and how do you bring that forward into the partner ecosystem? Yeah, uh, the the passion for yeah, you know, what we're calling customer experience management or just the 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 experience of customers is really is driven by the evolution you know of of customer expectations. Uh, you know, we see all types of our customers. Uh, competing more and more every day through digital digital means, and it's not certainly just about communicating to their prospective customers or maybe transacting and selling their products or replacement parts or things of that nature online. It's really about you know their brand is becoming more and more how customers see them and in, in, uh, through these digital experiences, and they're pervasive. And so you know we've looked at our business and how we're supporting that, and that's really a big big part of our growth in terms of 
the explosion of experiences and the way uh, you know the next sort of um, uh, field of competition is all about the experiences and, and and the ability for companies to to really deploy these and maintain them, measure them, and then keep them fresh. And so things like you know personalization at scale, where we're able to deliver the the right kind of content and the right set of capabilities to a particular audience, not always an audience of one, but certainly a group of audiences uh, across an organization is really, really important. And it takes a lot of different tool sets to bring that together uh, to harness uh, the, the different you know, aspects of the capabilities. You know, certainly you need to be able to create the content, you need to be able to tag it, you need to be able to measure it, uh, you need to be able to um, keep it fresh. And then you need to be able to, you know, target your customers. And so we're we're looking at that entire sort of landscape or life cycle, if you will, simplified the way I described it, for every one of our customers and all the multitude of experiences that they're thinking of today, as well as the ones they'll uh, ideate tomorrow. And as it relates to partners, um, you know, really, uh, this is where it gets really exciting, quite frankly, David, because you know, partners have such an important part in our uh, in our success, and and really at the heart of it, it's really at the heart of our customer success mm-hmm. because we're building a lot of capabilities um, that we think are needed based on what we see. And internally at Adobe, we talk about use cases. We try to step away from just talking about feature functions. It's about what use case, what is the customer trying to do, and then how do we package up, you know, 75% of this tool and 25% of this tool and 40% of this tool to kind of deliver on that use case. And and it's a series of use cases that we're helping our customers with, but it's our partners who are really taking that technology, those capabilities, and then making them very specific. And there's two things that I always talk about with our partners and even our executives that, that our partners really bring. They bring industry expertise, so they can kind of say, geez, based on that tool set that you've provided Adobe, we can pull that together and deliver something very specific that is is really like hyper use cases or use cases on steroids for a particular industry. So that's part one. And then part two, you know, while we while we believe we have the most uh, uh, what I'd call complete and expansive experience cloud or even, you know, a, a term we used to use, digital marketing cloud uh, out there in the market, it takes our, uh, we recognize that our customers have heterogeneous environments. And so our, our partners are, are really important for helping us implement our technology in the bespoke customer environments that we encounter. And so we couldn't be, uh, you know, we couldn't have the success that we've had to date with our partners, but it's absolutely critical that we harness their knowledge to uh, to continue to grow. And frankly, I, I the, the third thing, even though I said there were two, David, I believe our partners are involved in every one of our opportunities, every one of our customer environments, because uh, you know it's 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 new for our customers, and they're usually looking to partners to bring that expertise and to bring that knowledge of how do you do this and what are ideas that we can do. Uh, they're not always experts in that customer business, but they know how to plug the technology in and then really you know specialize it for that customer's need and that customer set of use cases. And so um, our partners are, are are you know absolutely critical for our growth and uh, expansion. I appreciate the the passion that you have for partnerships. I don't think we've ever talked about my background, but my career started at Microsoft. And so, you know, when I was 22 years old, I was part of the U.S. sales and marketing division, right? So they had the vision uh, back then to see sales and marketing as one really integrated function. And back during that time, I'm dating myself, but we were introducing, you know, the early versions of Windows and the first versions of the Windows products. 
And I was with a group that was specifically focused on aerospace. Uh, and we would go out to Lawrence Livermore Labs and Hughes Aircraft and Lockheed, all these companies that were using DOS and WordPerfect and Lotus 123 and, you know, all non-Microsoft products. And we would pop up these tents in the parking lot because most of the stuff they were working on internally at that time uh, was very top secret. And so we would set up tents in the parking lot and invite their employees to come out and take a look at Windows and the Windows platform. And the thing that they would tell us at that time that they were excited about was the consistency in the user experience across those different applications. And, you know, Jay, when you talk about you guys, you know, developing a marketing cloud and a tool set, it's not just lip service. It's not just marketing coming up with some branding terms to make it all seem packaged and bundled together. It really, truly is an integrated set of capabilities that all flow information and data and functionality across them. And that was one of the reasons back then that, that we at Microsoft were so successful because we could bring that consistency and integration. And it's certainly something that they still work on uh, to this day. Uh, and it's something that you guys you know, continue to deliver with not only your products, but like you said, with the partners. And I know, you know, for anyone listening out there who comes from the Marketo ecosystem, you know, they have well over 300 launch point partners of various applications that integrate into the Marketo platform. So Jay, I have another question for you, which is, you know, in the acquisition of Marketo, not only, you know, the company, the platform, the leadership team, and the entire customer base, Marketo has a long history with their LaunchPoint ecosystem of having this very thriving marketing technology partnership. So what's the what's the vision and what's happening now in terms of bringing the partner teams together all under one roof? Yeah, great question, David. And, and we realized that Marketo has such a strong asset with the, the partner ecosystem, both on the integration or implementation partners and then certainly the LaunchPoint partners. And we have those same same systems or, or groups within Adobe. So the long-term vision would be we would combine them and uh, both of them would be thriving because there's a lot of cross-pollination that we expect to be able to, to provide in, in both sides of that partner, uh, partner ecosystem that Marketo is bringing to Adobe. So uh, we're going to invest in it and welcome them uh, and give them a big bear hug and uh, hope that we can grow our businesses together. That's exciting. It's great. The whole has to be greater than some of the parts, as I said before, and, you know, um, certainly dating myself, you know, I was in marketing well before there was the internet. And so the internet was certainly an exciting new media and platform for us to communicate with our prospects and customers and deliver, uh, you know, as you guys have, have, have coined, you know, these, these experiences. So we in marketing today have an incredibly daunting responsibility of not just the art of marketing and all the content and creative aspects of great marketing, but dealing with the science and dealing with the data and the analytics and all the empowering tools that, that we have. So I know it's, um, it's probably the best time ever to be a marketer. It's also certainly one of the most uh, challenging times. Um, you know, on the, uh, we mentioned Summit earlier, and I just want to come back to that before we wrap up. Uh, I've, I've been fortunate. I think I've, yeah, I've definitely attended every Marketo conference that's ever been. I've certainly attended the other vendors conferences. And this year I'm excited, you know, I hope for anyone listening to the podcast, it's before March so that they can attend the conference. If you haven't already registered, we'll give you some information, you know, on that. But the reason that I think it's very exciting for people to attend this year, whether they use Marketo or not, is that you guys produce several days of content 
that really brings, you know, people's peers together and content, you know, beyond the tool sets, really about marketing strategy, go to marketing strategy, uh, and, and a broader set of content that you might get at a specific vendor conference. And so I know that my team is planning to be there. We've invited uh, all of our customers to attend and the people that we're talking to. What can you share with, with people who haven't attended or maybe have attended and wondering what's going to happen uh, this year? Some details about the conference. That would be great if you could. Yeah, absolutely, David. We're, we're super excited about it. It, uh, it feels like it's only a couple days away, but I guess we're a few weeks away. So the actual Adobe Summit in North America, uh, and we do host a few of these around the globe, but the, the one in North America is coming up in March, and the exact dates are March 24th, which is a Sunday, through uh, Thursday, the 28th in Las Vegas. And now I'll quickly mention, if, if, you're, if any of the listeners are in EMEA, we have a, a second summit in London from May 15th to the 16th in uh, in London. And what's exciting about it, you know, and it gives me an opportunity to also mention something I, I uh, neglected to mention earlier when we were talking about the integration. So you're absolutely right. We're bringing the marketing nation into the Adobe Summit. And I'm, I'm, uh, I'll use the word I'm super stoked about it because the one thing that I've picked up on from both of Marketo, the, the organization, the people I've met, the people I'm already working with, and then the partners, um, and, and I haven't had as much uh, interaction with the thousands of customers, so I'm excited to have that at, at our summit. But the point of it is, there's such a strong uh, following with Marketo, and, and you know, I would almost call it really a better phrase is the spirit. The entire company has a great spirit, and it complements and fits really, really well with Adobe's uh, culture. So I think that's something I didn't, I neglected to mention before that I think is is just awesome about the uh, the acquisition and the the combined entities now. And, and then as we bring it full circle to the summit, you know, you're going to feel that. Uh, they, they definitely, uh, I had an opportunity to, to attend the Marketo uh, sales kickoff earlier. I guess it was early January at this point. And uh, just the spirit and, and enthusiasm and excitement for everything they're doing together uh, was really exciting. So we're, we're excited about combining them. And for those uh, partners, Marketo partners that may be listening, we have a partner day on that Monday, and you're absolutely invited to that as well. The exact URL you can check out more information is summit.adobe.com, and you'll find all the information that you need. But we're excited about really, as I said, David, bringing all of those customers together to learn more about Adobe and certainly learn more about Marketo and where we're taking it, uh, as well as the partners. There's a lot to cover and uh, should be a high energy uh, few days, that's for sure. And you know, being in Las Vegas, uh, can't, can't hurt to feel that energy, right? No, I'm, I'm glad summit was in, uh, San Francisco last year. And I have to say, you know, even though people have mixed feelings about Las Vegas and, and justified on both sides, either you love it or you don't love it. What's great about the conferences that you guys put on is you're on the compound, right? I mean, the, the hotels are large enough that you're there not only to stay and sleep and network at night, but the event is there. And so you're not traveling all over San Francisco or having to go to Moscone Center and you feel really disconnected. Like you said, they, you know, the, the community of, in Marketo is called the Marketing Nation and they really are an enthusiastic, uh, very tight-knit community, even though it's thousands large. And so I'm, I'm personally glad it's back in Las Vegas. I can't say that I'm the biggest fan of Las Vegas you know, in terms of smoky casinos and stuff like that, but I love conferences in Las Vegas because you get to all really be together. And it's, it's going to be a huge event. As you said, it's, it's going... Uh, the pre-conference, I think, starts in uh, March 24th, goes all the way to the 28th. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we actually won Marketo Partner of the Year. We were the 2018 uh, Partner of the Year at Demand Gen. 
And so they've been able to say thank you in many ways for a great partnership. And so if you're planning on going to the conference and you haven't registered yet, uh, and you know me, know the firm, well, maybe reach out uh, online at LinkedIn, and I just might have a discount for you for the conference, because I would love and encourage you all to go. It's really, I'll tell you one thing, I don't know another company that puts the visuals that you guys do, the multimedia at the conferences that I've been to, especially the one in December with, it was your salespeople. And I was blown away with the quality of the content and the quality of the visuals. And I guess it goes without saying, right? Because, you know, if you guys are not best in class in terms of producing content that goes on the screen and around the conference, who's going to be, right? But it really still was incredibly impressive. I felt like, um, I, I felt spoiled to have that much care and attention put into the content when there wasn't even customers and, and prospects there. It was just, just little old partners and, and sales salespeople. So it was very cool. Well, David, we have to fire them up. We had, we were uh, also telling them their quotas at the same time. So we had to get them really excited. But uh, but no, in, in a serious note, thank you for all the kind words. Um, and, uh, and, and, and David, thank you and DemandGen for everything you've done over the last year. You know, it, we're... We're excited about continuing that run and, you know, putting the, the marker out there and uh, and seeing if you can be partner of the year again another year. But it, it's really exciting for us uh, at Adobe to meet folks like yourself and organizations that you represent and, and the rest of the Marketo partner network and, and certainly customer network. It's going to be an exciting ride ahead of us. And as you mentioned, uh, a very lively set of days uh, in Las Vegas at the Adobe Summit. For sure. Well, thank you, Jay, and big shout out to your team, to, to Tony and Mary Beth and Katie and Mark and Adam and all the folks that we work with on a regular basis. I mean, you you really make it um, easy for us to stay on the path to success together. You guys are so committed to enablement and training for our team that, you know, in, in many ways, we're your customer, uh, even though we're a partner in getting the education and certifications that we need on all the platforms and the products that you guys put out. So thank you and shout out to the team for for all of their help. And Jay, I look forward to seeing you in Las Vegas in a few weeks. And for all of you tuning in uh, to Dimension Radio, thank you for doing that. The Adobe team just extended an invite for us to be on site and have Demand Gen Radio broadcast from there at the conference in Las Vegas. So we'll work through the logistics on that. But uh, I look forward to doing that. I haven't done uh, Demand Gen Radio in Las Vegas. I'm, I'm certainly no Joe Rogan, but it's cool to take the program on, on the tour. And I look forward to seeing you and the team there. Yeah, thank you again, David. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you, everyone, uh, for listening and I hope to see you at Summit. Sounds good. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Demand Gen Radio. Thanks, everybody, again for tuning in. And we'll catch you on the next one. Take care. You've been listening to Demand Gen Radio, bringing you the top industry experts, thought leaders, authors, marketing technology firms, and senior marketing leaders from around the world to teach you the methods and technologies for high-performance marketing. <laughs>